Okay, welcome back to the Fast Check Performance. My name is Tim Davies. Um, truth bombs, obviously, personal battlefields, wars. You are winning, and we have a warrior who has written in to Dr. FJP today. Who's the doctor? Told him to go see Dr. FJP in the house. I'm in session, bringing some medicine. Now, the boy is in France. His name is George. And I was writing back to his email, and then I was like, well, hang on a sec. Why don't I just make this into a video? And then everyone gets the benefit from it, don't it? So I'm doing that. Guys, look at the room here. It's changed a little bit, isn't it? Because normally I'm sitting at, there's a desk here. Where's my finger? There's a desk here. And it's, um, it's an office desk, but it's a woman's office desk. So when I was sitting there, I was like cramped underneath. So I bought a stand-up desk. You won't believe this. Watch this. This is brilliant. Yes. We're going down. What's up, fam? How cool is that? So that's what we're doing. We've got a stand-up desk. Why do we have a stand-up desk? Um, because sitting down is new smoking okay sitting down is really bad for you okay and i've been sitting down a lot so i get like lower back pains i'm like ah so i built a mini gym i'm a garage as you know and i'm hitting it every day okay 20 30 40 minutes a day just doing bodyweight exercises i've got some kettlebells out there and stuff but mobility is important guys mobility is important and do it now before you get to my age or whatever you know just trying to get active really get active walking as well it's really important right gonna go through this email okay um i'll read it to you as I said, started writing back to him, and I just thought that uh, I'll go through it. Look, the, the crooks of the email here, guys, is the fact that he's just lost his job, and he's 26 years old. So it's quite relevant, really, to everyone here, I think, and uh, because I think a lot of people are going to be losing their jobs. Corona times, okay? Never great, is it? I know a lot of people that are on furlough right now, and I know a lot of people that are not going to be taken back into their workplaces, and they know that. They've kind of either been told or they, they're suspecting. And so people are going to, there's going to be unemployment. All right. It's going to be unemployment. So let's have a think about this. Um, so the guy says, and I'll go through it and then we'll just cover each paragraph. There's a lot of value here. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So guy says, uh, this is George. Hi, Tim. First, I'd like to thank you for your podcast. I'm not ex-military. I'm only 26. I don't know why, but I find your podcast quite reassuring. I really like the way your project isn't just about planes, even though I'm a pilot. It branches out and covers performance in general from an aviator's perspective. Something I've said, but nobody believes me, is that learning how to fly teaches you to be good at life. Hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Please feel free to use my email for whatever you want. Good. It means you're not wasting my time. It means everyone else is getting the benefit. That's why I like people who are in their mid-20s because they understand this. I trust you. And if you're kind enough to advise me on the current situation, your words may be of help to a lot of people, especially now. So two weeks ago, I was laid off from work from where I worked, I'd been a welder working at this small company for the past 18 months. It was not my first job since moving to France, but it was my first uh, permanent contract. They helped me a lot, for example, buying me French lessons and just being patient in general. So I'm glad things are still friendly. It's not their fault, it's just 2020. Yes, absolutely, we'll cover that in a minute. Honestly, I feel great right now. Although I am grateful for the help, my job bored me, my input wasn't their way, it just wasn't me. Uh, I feel like I have a great opportunity right now because the French Job Centre will retrain me, but my unemployment benefit and retraining only lasts a year, and I want to make the absolute best of it. Obviously, I'm going to take every French lesson they're willing to give me, but as for a new job, I'd like to do something different. Although I'm open to ideas, my criteria for my new career is simple. Um, it must pay for me to keep making my flying videos. And he does make flying videos on YouTube, uh, about 60 subscribers, I think it is. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen them. There's a lot of, we can, we can do a lot to improve those videos. There's not much that will really get him uh, off to a flying star. See what I did there. My options as I see them, aircraft mechanic, uh, Acer part 66 requires a year of school and the job center will pay for that course, but it has a long apprenticeship and the end pay is only about 25,000 euros a year. I love aircraft and I do volunteer on projects, but I prefer to earn money and home build a kit and take a pay cut. 
would also require moving and buying a car. Uh, happy to do that, but would cut into my flying money. I get a lot of that actually about guys putting money aside to fly and it makes a lot of sense. We'll cover that in a second here. Number two, high school tech teacher. Will be tricky to get into here. Never actually finished high school. I've got an engineering diploma. Um, it'll be stable and he likes helping kids, which is great because I don't, I haven't got any. I don't, I've got a young, I've got a young nephew and a couple of nieces who are quite cute. Yeah, around about five or six. Car or truck mechanic, that's number three here. I already fixed my friend's cars. Um, I like cars, I love getting greasy. Okay, and a ULM pilot, what's that, ultralight, is it? I see a lot of ads in a magazine, French magazine, looking for ultralight pilots to tow banners and do tourist flights. Would be cool, but it's all short-term contracts and I can't see that turning into much after. ULM hours don't count towards CPL. I want a new path, not a summer holiday. Good thinking. Look, uh, five is entrepreneurship in France. The job center offers assistance in starting a business by following their formula. You can raise between four to eight thousand pounds unsecured. I've taken courses on entrepreneurship before, but would love one day to walk this path. Even though I have business ideas every day, I can't think of one that conforms to both the four thousand budget and the COVID nineteen restrictions. But hey, you know you have to have ideas. And the last one then is find another welding job. So that's find another welding job. I've been looking for other welding jobs. Could even be better than the one I have, but it doesn't feel like a move forwards. What do you think of my options? Do you know any others? Is there something I'm missing or doing stupid? What comes to mind? Go nuts. Right, grateful for your time, etc., etc. Right, he moved to France two years ago. So this is affecting a lot of people. And I do get a lot of emails like this. I'm mid-20s, what I do, I feel like I'm not you know, doing what I should be doing. And I get that. What, the first thing I say though is your, is your mid-20s. So there's a lot of life ahead of you, okay? A lot of life ahead. And when I advise people, guys, I advise them as if I'm advising someone on a flying squadron or whatever. Um, and I'm just being brutally honest, okay? Because I wish someone had been brutally honest with me when I was my age, well, I was 26. Now, 26, and I've been in the Navy for two years. Um, so this guy's 26, and he's thinking, what am I going to do? There's some pretty straight options that he's got, as we've just seen. Let's just cover the first paragraph. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, learning, so... Learning how to fly teaches you to be good at life. I think it teaches you discipline. I think discipline is pretty important in life. I think that's what's somehow lacking a little bit. But I see more of it now during this time. I see people really knuckling down at the moment during this time uh, and just getting their head down and going, yeah, cool, coronavirus. Okay, let's just get a head down. Yes, not everyone, not, not these idiots in the street running around partying and stuff. I get all out, I get all out, fine. Don't, not talking about them. But a lot of people write to me saying, look, this is uncomfortable times, but I'm doing okay. I'm like, good good that's the key just do okay okay you haven't got to succeed just hold your job if you can okay on the warrior wednesdays we do with the podcast guys um where we interview people and we had uh, mandy hickson on the last one i've got um, alistair humphreys an explorer an adventurer coming on this wednesday i always say on that i always say what's what's my wife want okay let's mute that let's mute my wife then um sorry about that i always say to um, make sure that Thursday and Friday are your driven days in the workplace. Okay. Everyone's switching off on Thursday. Everyone's switching off on Friday. Okay. That's not you. That's not you fam. Warrior fam's going all out. Okay. We're going all out. Oh, she's, she's texting me on this as well. Right. I'm going to turn my wife off. That's, that's not actually that difficult because she's a bit of a robot to be fair. Lacks empathy amongst many other traits that women should have. I don't know what went wrong with her. I married her cause she was pretty, but Hey, She's going to watch that, isn't she? I might have to delete that. Um, work hard Thursday, Friday, all right? That's the most important thing. And, and what I'm saying by that is getting involved in projects, help people out. 
if they're letting people go, they don't want to let you go. That's how you look at it, right? Work, drive, super hard Thursday and Friday. Make them your power days, okay? No one cares what happens on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. People look at people switching off Thursday, Friday. Bosses are looking for people switching off Thursday, Friday, okay? That's what they're looking for. Switch off Monday and Tuesday. Everyone can forgive that. It's like, yeah, whatever. But Wednesdays start getting your game together. Thursday's your power day, okay? Friday as well. All right. That's what I say to people. You want to do everything you can to hold whatever job you have right now. The job market's going to be pretty um, bleak over the next couple of years. Trustanize me. I read things. Okay, let's have a look. So, yeah, they, they, and they, I love the fact this, this guy, legend, is not being a victim, right? He's saying, yeah, okay, got laid off, but it was a good company. I'll, I'll, I'll keep, um, if you do get a standing desk, by the way, guys, we've got a standing desk here. If you do get a standing desk, um, get a mat to stand on as well. Hurts the feet otherwise. Chicka check. Chicka check. That desk over there, it's a girl's desk. I'm now bought a standing desk. Um, yeah, I would say, let's have a look. I would say that he's got a really good attitude here. He's not being a victim. A vic victimhood will drag you down. It's not that. It's like, this has happened. Good. It's an opportunity. I can now do something else. Okay? Go listen to Jocko Willink. Whenever something bad happens, he's like, good. That means I can improve. That means I can get another interview. That means I can go and work in something I really value. Okay? So he's good. He's saying, no, it's good. They're, they're still friendly. And that's what you should be doing. You should be saying to the company, look, I understand you've got to let me go. Thank you for the opportunity that you've given me. If anything comes up in the future, please give me a call. I'm happy to come back and, and we'll, we'll negotiate again. Don't leave jobs on bad terms. Don't do it. Just don't. That's not who you are. Right. Then he says um, that you get some unemployment benefit, which is really cool. And he's doing some French lessons. So yeah, I'd advise you with foreign languages, you know, just watch kids cartoons. Think how children learn. If they don't learn from reading Shakespeare in French, they learn from watching kids cartoons because the people who make those cartoons use simple words and they know how to form language and they know how to get kids to grow up learning. So start where the kids are, watch some cartoons on YouTube in French and then work from there, okay? You know that, you're in France anyway. You're immersed in the language, which is brilliant. So then his options, okay, we've got six. We've got the aircraft mechanic, a high school tech teacher, the car track mechanic, truck mechanic, you've got the UAM pilot, entrepreneurship, and then finding another welding job. Excuse me. <coughs> right. Aircraft mechanic, you'll probably always have work, I would have thought. At the moment, though, the industry is being ripped apart, isn't it? A lot of my friends, a lot of airline guys write to me at the moment are being let go. And a lot of them are very realistic. Uh, I mean, they know the industry. They're in it, okay? My brother's in the industry. He works in, uh, in the Middle East, um, flying one of the airlines over there. He's still got a job. He's, he's lucky, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. A lot of guys above him have been let go. But he's a hardworking dude, okay? I know a lot of you out there know my brother. He is a hardworking dude. That's cool. I mean, he's a player. Don't get me wrong, but he's a hardworking dude. Um, so, and he hates when I talk about him on my podcast. Whatevs. I'm the big brother and better looking. Thank you. And taller. So, there we go. So, that's not a great industry necessarily. Of course, there's always going to be PPL, but as people have less money because they're not in work anymore, are they still going to be flying as, as much? But it's not a bad job, and it is a job, but you've got an apprenticeship. I want to talk a bit about apprenticeships. May as well do so now. I want you to get on Facebook, and I want you to go and type in Mike Rowe, and go on YouTube as well, type in Mike Rowe. You're looking for a solid dude, almost as good looking as me, but he's got a really cool voice, okay? And he's, uh, he's into... Uh, the whole point of it, he, he talks about apprenticeships, not college, okay? And I want you to read some of this stuff, and I want you to watch some of the Returning the Favour series where he goes to people who have done great things in the community, and he goes there and presents them with a check or something like that, okay? He's a cool dude. I, I watch a lot of his stuff. I'm not necessarily a guy that says, 
go to university. You have to, of course, if you want to go through a profession. But if you don't want to go through a profession, um, I do value apprenticeships. I do. I went to university, but I do value apprenticeships. Mike Rowe is a guy in America right now who is talking about apprenticeships and talking about, he talks about hard work, all the kind of stuff I talk about, but he's into apprenticeships, okay? He's a bit older than me, I think. He's a good guy. Go and look up him, Mike Rowe, um, R-O-W-E. He's a good guy. Now, investigate aircraft mechanic if you want. A 26-year-old aircraft mechanic It's pretty solid, and you get to fly as well. That will pay for your flying. Um, but if you want to build a home build, as you said there, then, yeah, you've got to buy a car, you've got to move. Okay, so well, it's a possibility, isn't it? You've got that down. High school tech teacher. Teaching, really, I'm not a massive fan, although I was a, well, a technical instructor for 10 years. I, my personality type is not aligned with teachers necessarily. I don't know who you are, George. But in schools, I was chatting to a, a, a woman that works in schools, a good friend of mine, actually, Anna, this morning. And uh, she used to work in schools. She stopped working in schools now. She's a counsellor. She found it very difficult that there were teachers, there's a mix of teachers in school. The, the top level, where everyone seems to get to, the heads of the department and stuff, can be quite a difficult place to be. And um, teachers tend to go and teaching either because they really care about kids and they want to do that, or because they've got a chip on their shoulder and they want to be the teacher. They want to be the person in charge. And, and that doesn't bother me. I'm not interested in that. Okay? I'm just not. But you might be. But you didn't finish high school. You've got an engineering diploma. It would be stable. You like helping kids. If you like helping kids and you think that's a, a good arena, I would say maybe go and shadow a teacher for a week. Go and ask at a local school if they allow that sort of thing. I don't know. Um, but and it's difficult times, isn't it? But go and do some reading about it and go and shadow a teacher. Okay. And just see what, ask their advice. That's probably the best way I, I'd ever say of, any, of doing anything is asking advice and just um, shadowing people. Never go into training cold always go and um, shadow someone car or truck mechanic that's a really cool thing to do i, I think it's brilliant by the way um you could probably take a niche on that somewhere i would say you could um probably learn the ropes maybe for a year or something and then go into classic car restoration or something there's if you think about who's got the money it's going to be people with classics uh it's going to be you know people that are that have made their money already they've got a fleet of cars and they need work done i'm just thinking outside the box here you could, you know, if you want to be in a Citroen garage and all the cars are coming through and you're doing the same job all the time, that's cool. But you're a young guy, you can invest time working with someone else who's, who's looking after classic cars. And as that guy wants to retire, you can maybe take his business over. Okay, how cool would that be? All right. So you could, you could literally approach a garage and say, I'm willing to work free for you for six months if you, can, if you can teach me how to work on these cars and then I'll work for you, you know, and I really want to help you with the business. Okay. And also, uh, without being funny, you don't have to then necessarily concentrate on the language as much as if you were a teacher or something. You know, you can concentrate on other areas. So uh, I do push guys into manual labor, okay? I think it's great. When you talk about working on the tools, so you're working on the roads or you're working on, you know, you're a plumber or electrician or something, you need to kind of side gig with that, I feel, only because there'll come a time when your hands have got arthritis or something, you know what I mean? And everything we do takes a toll on us. Okay. Flying my neck. That's the toll I pay for 20 years of flying. Okay. I've got a bad neck. Sometimes I get um, eustachian tube troubles here where things are trapped. I married a chiropractor. Okay. She's a good woman. Even though I joked about it earlier. And again, I would go and shadow someone and ask if you can uh, just talk to guys. What is it like being a mechanic? Okay. And if you enjoy doing it, you like getting greasy. What a, wow. There's not many people that have jobs that they really enjoy, you know, it's not. So go and look up some uh, guys online who do a lot of 
Um, what do I watch? Petrolicious. There's a, there's a Petrolicious is a YouTube channel about cars and motoring, but they, they talk about, uh, you know, guys that fix these cars and everything else. And it's a very pretty channel, Petrolicious. I'll go and look at that on YouTube. If you've got a, if you like doing that, that's a great thing to do. I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. ULM pilot. Yeah, I know people that do this, dude. I know people that ferry people around. If you've got a passion for flying and then you do flying, eventually the passion goes. Passion is burning. It's something like a, it's like an affair, isn't it? It burns brightly for a limited period of time. A purpose is much better to have. You know, I've talked about this before. Um, and a purpose isn't really, I don't think any, you're not going to hear anyone's going, my purpose in life is to fly pleasure flights. I don't, you know what I mean? Is that right? My purpose, I'm really, my purpose in life is to take people flying and fly pleasure flights. Well, maybe it is. I think if you've got something like, um, I've got friends that do this in the UK, but they do it in a different way. You go to them and you jump in, say, I don't know, the Firefly, whatever it might be, and you learn something new, maybe formation flying or something else, you know, maybe aerobatics or something. I see that as a purpose. Um, you know, upset recovery training, they take you up there and they teach you about recovering an aircraft or something. You know, I get that. That's purposeful. That is purposeful. I get that completely. Yeah, but light flying, light, light owls, banner towing. I know someone tows banners, actually. Um, yeah, I, I think you probably would be better to build a kit. And, uh, you know, I think you'd enjoy building a kit aircraft and just using that when you want to use that. That's just me. I don't know you, George. I think, so what I'm doing now, I'm putting my projections onto you, and I? I'd be, yeah, I think I'd prefer to build a kit and fly it whenever. Um, I'm not doing that, actually. I'm going to buy something, um, like a little Robin or something, I think. And just go and have a most expensive burger in the world. That's what they do in the UK, isn't it? You fly to an airfield and have a most expensive burger and fly back and wonder why you just didn't drive. Number five is entrepreneurship. There's different types of entrepreneurship, right? I know this. I'm in the business of entrepreneurship as well and startups. That's what I do right now. Um, not right. So the percentage of entrepreneurs, <clears throat> let me get this straight because I want to be truthful with this, okay? We want to be truthful with this. Let's talk startups. Let's talk startups in Silicon Valley. You could even talk about startups in Silicon Valley that have gone through Y Combinator and have been, invest, you know, been invested in. The amount of those that are truly successful on the scale of Facebook, Google, any of that kind of stuff, tiny weenie, really, really tiny weenie, really, really tiny weenie. What can sometimes happen is a young startup happens and they go, yeah, we're going to go into this space and do this. It's very niche. It's really cool. I'm going to do this. And if it gets big enough, then a bigger company will either buy them out, which is cool. That's an exit. That's an exit. That's fine. Or a bigger company will go, Oh, look, there is money to be made in that area. Let's set up our own bit, okay? I work with, um, I work with some companies at the moment and uh, you know, try and get some investment in for different projects that other companies I'm working with now are doing. And I'll present ideas. And I'm not an idea, well, I am a bit of an ideas guy, but more of an execution guy, but you can't really execute unless you're funded, right? So you need funding for the stage you're at. So I'll come up with these ideas. And then a company that's watching what I'm presenting on when I'm saying, Hey, this is where I see the future. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of um, speaking to entrepreneurs and I'm venture capitalists. I do a lot of uh, looking into the tech space, data space. So I come up with this stuff, bringing things together. And then I'll see in a year and a half's time, a lot of my ideas are now being incorporated into their future prospects. So there is that, there is that, you know, you've got to have um, investment behind you if you really want to be a, a good, a, a, a powerful entrepreneur. Now this is in the tech space entrepreneur side. But if you want to open a bakery, that's not necessarily the case. You need a little bit of funding, okay, to pay the rent. Uh, you need to go out and find some sources for all your flour and that kind of stuff. And then you need to make sure, of course, well, before you do all that, you need to make sure that people actually want a bakery, for example. You know what I mean? I'm using it as an example, a bakery. You know, news agent, doesn't matter. 
um, you have to you need to make sure that there's something there that people need. I was reading about the two Indian brothers that own Euro garages the other day. Actually, as I said, I do a lot of reading entrepreneurship, and um, they're billionaires now. The two two brothers, I forget their name, but they started off with one small garage when they first came to the UK, and uh, then they bought another garage, and they they realised that they weren't making much money on the fuel. But if they could put two types of things in with the garage, they made a lot more money. One was the takeout, the immediate takeout, such as the Greggs, um, the Subway, that kind of thing. That's the immediate food. And then the second one, or the cost of coffee, and the second one was the food that you take home with you. Like it's an expensive spa, isn't it? You know what I mean? So you'd go to a spa. It's like when you go to Morrison, like a massive Morrison. If you bought the same food in a massive Morrison, I'll come back to this in a second, you might pay, say, I don't know, 50 quid for it for your weekly shop. If you bought if you bought all that same food from one of those little spas or something, that's convenience stores, you know, Tesco's Express, you're gonna pay a lot more. You pay 60 or 70 pounds for it, aren't you? You know what I mean? So that's what these guys capitalized on. And um, again, they say they make more money for from a cup of coffee than they do from a full tank of fuel fill up. You think about that. So that's why you see all these extra things in garages. So when you fill your car up, you grab a coffee, you grab a Greg's or whatever, um, or a Subway, the guys are making money from that. You know, the petrol owners are making money from that. And then you might buy some stuff for the evening meal. They're making money from that as well. Okay, it's a great gig. They've got something like 2,000 petrol stations all over Europe right now, Euro garages. And they're, they're, they're billionaires. Fair play to the boys, you know what I mean? That, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. I've got a lot of time for that. In the same way that when Pakistanis, and I'm generalizing, first came to the UK, they started up the corner shops, didn't they? The news agents in the neighborhoods, and they made a lot of money. We've got a lot of time for that. That kind of, I've got more time for that kind of entrepreneurship, which is honest. Um, and truthful and authentic than I have for people sometimes like me in the tech space where I say, Hey, I'm going to do this with this product. And then I want lots of investment for an idea. Um, if you're thinking about entrepreneurship, then think about something tangible, maybe. Okay. And I know you've got a lot of ideas. Everyone has ideas, but ideas mean nothing. Gen genuinely ideas mean nothing. I can, you can give me one of your best ideas. Okay. And I won't do anything with it. Why? Cause not, I'm not, it's not a purpose for me. I'm not passionate about it. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, I'm not interested in it. Uh, which is why I talk about my ideas because, and even then when my ideas get into these big companies, they're part of a sales pitch. They don't even know how to do it. They don't even know what I'm, when I'm trying to integrate, you know, biometrics with something else, whatever. And I'm, I've got all these kind of variables and everything. They're like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea. I'll go and do it. They don't know how to do it. They don't, it won't work for them. So ideas are, are worth very little. That was entrepreneurship. So yeah, there's more, you've got more chance of success as an entrepreneur if you if you do something tangible then if you do something um that is you know it's going to go through y combinator it's going to be you have to look for venture capital that kind of stuff right but that's why i like the i like the idea of you fixing cars and then specializing in um classics um because those guys that have classic cars are going to keep them on the road and they've got money that's why they've got classic cars whereas everyone else losing their jobs yeah they need to fix their cars of course they do but you know, modern cars, they don't need fixing as much as, well, okay, maybe they do need fixing as much as classics. Maybe they do. I'm just saying, I think you could, you can niche out. And then um, find another welding job. I like this one as well, by the way. I like this one um, as well, because it's a solid job, you know? Again, go and look at what Mike Rowe's doing at the moment. It's a solid job. You might be protecting yourself from unemployment for the next couple of years. And we need to batten down the hatches right now and just ride this one out. Let's be honest, guys. We've all got hopes and dreams. This is rubbish times for everyone, okay? Rubbish times, corona times, but we're not victims, okay? We're still out there. We're being purposeful. We're hitting the gym, okay? We're looking at our addictions, all that kind of stuff, looking at our mental health. Talking a little bit about mental health, I would say right now you're in a bit of a volatile position, a bit of a difficult place, so I'm going to give you some advice for free because that's all I do. Um, 
when you are feeling a bit low, George, all right? We all feel a bit low sometimes, don't we? Um, there's a lot we can do for that, by the way. Diet, exercise, get enough water, get enough sleep, all right? We, we all know what it is, all right? We all know what it is. Just try and eat healthily, all right? It matters more than you realize. Now, I would say when you are feeling low, go through this acronym. It's called HALTED, all right? I think I've written about it before. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, exposed, or drunk. Okay, six, six letters there. You're feeling low, all right? You've been feeling low for a couple of days, right? and you're like, okay, all right, I've listened to what Tim said. Uh, I'm going to go through this right now. Am I hungry? You might go, well, no, I ate breakfast. It was all right. It's like, look, if you're feeling some kind of anxiety or depression during the day, you're probably down on carbs. You could have a blood sugar crash or something, okay? So you need to eat some kind of carbs early on in the morning. I'm not a huge carb fan either. I'm a big protein guy, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm putting a bit of, well, I'm trying to get rid of a weight, but put weight on, if you know what I mean, just trying, you know. Um, functional exercise, that kind of stuff, because obviously I've been a bit stagnated, hence the stand-up desk, okay, not sitting down. Sitting is a new poison, new smoking. So, but you want to get some, uh, you want to get some carbs in your body early on, all right, just in the morning. It does help. It does help. Now, that's, halt, that's halted. That's hungry. Am I hungry? If you're hungry, yeah, you know, you're hungry, you haven't got the right fuel, your brain's suffering a little bit there, need some sugar, give it some sugar and carbs. Angry, okay, maybe you are angry. You could be angry for many, many reasons. A lot of people are angry out there, you know what I'm saying? Anger, anger's not bad. Anger's okay. Um, you know, I get angry and I have to analyze it. You know, there's a lot, I mean, you know, get off social for a start. That, that will do your mental health a lot of good, okay? I know my channel's on social, fine, but I'm trying to do some good here on my channel. I'm trying to make it a positive channel. Um, whereas I hit Instagram, whatever, and Instagram isn't very positive for me. It's, I see a lot of people with a lot of success on Instagram. Uh, I don't use it that much, by the way, but I guess I follow some channels in the past where people had some big boats or something. I don't know, because everyone seems to have a big boat on my Instagram at the moment. Um, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, crikey, how I missed out in life, you know what I mean? So we all get a bit of that, right? We all get a bit of that, but as I said, don't worry about it. These startups aren't that successful most of the time. So we can't all be Mark Zuckerberg. So, or Larry Page or any of those guys. Um, so that's angry, lonely. Everyone's a bit lonely right now, aren't they? Because we're not in the same big groups. And if you are in a big group in the supermarket, you're wearing a mask and it's all a bit weird. Yeah, that sucks. It just sucks. Write it out. For me, it's like being on debt. So military guys love this kind of thing, really. We love these, these kind of... Um, Oh, these, these difficult times. Yeah. So we're cool with it. We're cool with it. But that's only because we've been in difficult times before. However, people go in waves. My wife's finding it a bit difficult right now because of her business and stuff. You know, it's, it's, there's not as many people coming to her business. So we're trying to do some work on that. But loneliness, you know, you're feeling a bit depressed. Am I lonely? Okay. Phone a friend. If you've got any friends. Um, tired. Sleep is very important, much more than we realize. Um, I don't like sleep. I don't like going to bed. Um, but I do. I try and take about seven hours a night. Uh, you might need more, you might need less. I don't know. Either way, I, I would. I normally took like five and a half, six when I was in the military. But as you get older, you actually need less sleep as you get older. But I'm trying to, you know, help body grow, that kind of stuff. You know, a bit of fat loss. So sleeping longer is better. So if you're a bit depressed, sleep is important. Um, I'm exposed. Yeah, I'm exposed a lot because of fast performance and because of my YouTube channel. Look down there. There'd be. I'm guessing there's going to be two or three thumbs down or four thumbs down on this. And then um, in the in the comments, someone would have written something stupid down there. And it'd be called something like Dave 44. I don't even know who he is. So constantly exposed. Tim's channel's rubbish. Tim's talking rubbish. Fine. You know, I never saw you over Afghanistan, mate, you know, when I was. But I'm, all I'm saying is I put myself out there to give this advice and I take the spears. But, it, you know, every spear still sticks, doesn't it? Still, ah, you know, okay, fine. But you get a thick skin after it. But, you know, so sometimes when I'm feeling a bit low, whatever, I know I'm exposed. I'll put a video out and I won't know how it's received. 
and I'll be exposed for that duration before either there's affirmation or there's, you know, I, I get a feedback from it. So you might be exposed, you might have done something, you might have said something, you might have written something on, on the internet or something, and you wake up in the morning, we've all done that and gone like this, and then you go and you see that the world hates you because you've been an idiot because you've been drunk. So, you know, think about being exposed, and the last one, of course, is being drunk. Um, alcohol's not going to do you much favours or the hangover phase either. So if you are getting a little bit depressed, think about that. So really, I think we've uh, covered all those. Um, I'm not against the welding job at all. So here's, here's what I advise. And I don't know you, George, all right? But you seem like a pretty switched on dude. Get the language squared away. Okay, make sure you're doing some exercise, sort your diet. These are things that are free, by the way. These, these, these things you can do for free. They're not gonna cost you anything, all right? Just get your sleep. You need to sleep. I know you hate it, get to sleep. Um, sort that diet out. Even the little bits where you're like, oh, this one biscuit won't matter. Yeah, it will, because it does things to the brain, okay? You just have one biscuit, it means all right to have one biscuit, doesn't it? I'm not saying you shouldn't have biscuits. Keep it to your fatter day. One day a week, go mad. Have pizza, have beers, crack on. On Saturday, which I call fatter day, is when you can get fat. Your body needs that kind of change, by the way. But for the rest of the week, you know, be mature about it, okay? Eat healthily, deep greens, all that kind of stuff. Alkaline diet, if you want, I don't mind. Whatever you want to do, okay? you're young enough that it doesn't really matter that much, but it will matter later on if you build the wrong habits into your body. So give it, enrich it with stuff, you know, enrich it with the best foods you can possibly find. It will do absolute wonders. Um, water, take lots of water on, no one likes water. If you're drinking too much tea, you'll get anxious because of the caffeine, I get that, I drink loads of tea, but I also try to drink non uh, decaffeinated tea bags. Uh, dairy, yeah, I'm not lecturing you about being a vegan, I'm not a vegan, but you know, just think about what you, you know, milk has antibiotics in it, doesn't it? Um, so we've got that water, sleep, diet, exercise, the last one I was talking about, mobility, move the body around, okay? The body needs to be moved around. We are movement people. That's why I've got a stand-up desk, all right? Soles of the feet hurt because I've got my proper mat with me. I had a stand-up desk in the military. Everyone took the piss at me. Fine, okay? I was standing up. They were sitting down, all right? They were sitting down. Even when I went and flew, I was sitting down, wasn't I? So I don't want to sit down at my desk and then sit down in the jet. It's like, I'm not that guy, all right? I'm not that guy. Okay, um, you've got to look after this body, all right? You've got to look after it, okay? You've got, it's one of those things, isn't it? And I'm doing some stuff to my body right now to, um, you know, safe-proof it for the future. So have a think about that, do some exercise. You'll get a lot from exercise. And also, look at what the Swedish do, right? They get outside, do the exercise outside. Well, we've been doing this for a while now. How long have we been doing this for? It doesn't say. Right, I better stop this soon. So I advise that you get the fundamentals done, and then I'd advise you maybe going and shadowing some people. I know it doesn't sound like you want to be a teacher, but that's cool. If you, you know, also, it's just, just a job. Yeah, okay. Maybe go and shadow a teacher anyway so you can see what it's like. Maybe go and read up some stuff about being an aircraft mechanic, but I think you probably have done that already. Um, maybe go to a garage and say, look, can I just shadow someone for a day? I'm thinking about becoming a truck mechanic or a car mechanic, and um, I really like it. I just don't know what the pluses and minuses are here. I don't know what, you know, the good and bad points are. They'll probably say, yeah, sure, dude. Just come and speak with us. We'll come and, you know, let you do that. I don't think you want to fly banners around as a job, but that way I don't think it's going to work for you. And the entrepreneurship, well, we've covered that, haven't we? We've said maybe get some uh, experience fixing trucks or cars and then reach into that, maybe build up a bit of a nest egg behind you and then maybe branch out and see whether you can do a niche or a specialization somewhere into maybe fixing, maybe motorsports, something like that, you know, go do something like that, you know. Um, but you've also got welding in the background. That's also that's a skill for you there. So go and look at Mike Rowe about, um, you know, the manual labor jobs, on, um, apprenticeship, that kind of stuff. Look after yourself. And I think that's pretty much it. Hopefully that's been of some value. But you are young enough now that if you wanted to change your career entirely, you still can do that. All right. 
you can do it when you're 40 if you want, but it's a bit more hassle. Uh, but a lot of people do. And by the way, whatever you do for the next 15 years, 20 years, that's pretty much how long a career kind of lasts before you get kind of bored of it. So you've got to keep changing up all the time. Okay. So if you're a truck mechanic, if you're a car mechanic, give it three or four years, become a truck mechanic, give it three or four years, go and be a classic car mechanic, give it three or four years. And then, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff else you'll get bored. And that's the problem with the military, by the way, there was not enough variation. That's it. I'm done. I hope it's all right, guys. I'm actually using Zoom to record this because my quick time is being an idiot and stopping halfway through on a brand new Mac. Thank you very much. So how's that working out? Right, guys, I'll see if I can get this up. Top and tail, bit of music, all that kind of good stuff, isn't it? I'll throw it up on the channel, see what's happening. Uh, Wednesday. This Wednesday, then on the, um, the live stream, uh, Alastair Humphreys. He is an explorer. He's rode across the Atlantic. He has, I mean, this guy's done everything. He's walked across India, I think it is. He's cycled around the world for a start. Yeah, this guy's pretty, he's done the Marathon de Sables. He's a pretty cool dude. And he writes about micro-adventures. He's walked around the M25. I love that. That's brilliant. He said that was one of his best things. That'll be a great chat. All right. So it's Wednesday. All right. That's two days time. All right then, guys. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, Tim Davies, Fast Performance.